Days after a federal judge paused the public release of New York City police disciplinary records, a news website has published a database containing complaint information for thousands of officers. The searchable database published by ProPublica contains 12,056 complaints against 3,996 active NYPD officers. Police unions have sought to block the release of the court of the of the records in court. Joining us this evening to talk about these developments is Nick Insalata Malinowski, Civil Rights Campaigns Director for Vocal New York, one of the groups that has played a leading role in recent years in efforts to eliminate bail and reduce funding for the NYPD, among other causes. Nick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, John. You bet. So, so this uh, this uh, release of information, more than twelve thousand complaints, nearly four thousand uh, active officers. Uh, what do you see as the uh, most uh, important uh, revelations uh, that we're we're getting from this uh, this information release? Sure, thanks, John. I mean, I think um, just to take a quick step back, I think it's important to, to talk about the context of this a little bit. Um, you know, these police misconduct records have been barred from the public for many years, in part due to. Uh, Mayor de Blasio's interpretation of a civil rights law 50A. So we saw the state change this law earlier this year in response to all the street protests that have been happening over the last two months. Uh, the city intended to release a database of police misconduct records. The police union sued, and then ProPublica released uh, this limited um, amount of records. So uh, I think the most important thing to take away is that while this data set from ProPublica is, you know, in many ways the, the, the most we've ever seen about police misconduct uh, records in New York City, it's actually really the very tip of the iceberg, even in terms of complaints. Um, and then when you're talking about misconduct in general, right, m- many misconducts right, never even get reported. Um, and so what, what we saw from the ProPublica data set are um, misconduct reports to the CCRB that have been substantiated. So, again, this is a small uh, data set of police misconduct by the NYPD. And, and uh, how much uh, are we seeing uh, officers uh, with multiple substantiated complaints? If, if there's 12,000 substantiated complaints for 4,000 officers, it sounds like some of these officers have been getting in trouble uh, repeatedly. Yeah, I saw some data around that. I mean, it, I, I haven't gone through the the data set in super fine detail, um, but I think I think there's about 300 officers in there. It's so about 10 percent of this data set that um, make up sort of the bulk of those complaints. So you have, um, you know, a, 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 it's a large number, um, but within that number of three or four thousand, uh, it's, it's about 300 that are making up the majority of those complaints. Right, and. And it's officers like these that often uh, end up uh, committing some of the most egregious uh, uh, actions. Uh, Daniel Pantaleo, the police officer who who killed Eric Garner, he had uh, multiple complaints and lawsuits. And uh, what does it mean that the NYPD shields these officers and allows them to continue to be on the street? And uh, I mean, obviously, the uh, the 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 way the law was set up before really made it uh, much easier to do this. Do you think we, we can change this dynamic as the information starts to uh, come out? 
I mean, we'll see. So the right, the police unions are fighting this in court. We saw news out of Buffalo today that unions up there also have filed a lawsuit to block that. Right. So repealing 50A was about police records all across the state, uh, records in correctional facilities as well. Um, so it's a large uh, number of records that are not just about NYPD. Um, I think the well, what you said is true that many of the police officers who to kill, uh, brutalize people have a history of complaints um, and misconduct against them, that it's it's really sort of the, the culture of the NYPD that allows this, that I think that uh, the hope, that hopefully is, is what people start looking at when we're talking about um, the impact of these complaints, right? It's not about hey, we have a couple of bad apples in the NYPD that we need to get rid of and that these misconducts show sort of which bad police officers we should get rid of. Um, it's really that the entirety of the NYPD as an organization creates a culture that allows for this type of abuse. Um, in many cases, incentivize this abuse, right, with, um, you know, you getting promoted for arrests and things like that. Um, and so hopefully that's what people take away from this is that, you know, the, the entirety of the NYPD as an organization really has to be changed. And, and can you describe how the Civilian Complaint Review Board process works? I mean, if I was a civilian that wanted to file a complaint, what would, how would that, uh, how would that go? And, and how hard is it to get a complaint substantiated by the CCRB? Um, well, you should, you should probably have someone from the CCRB come in and talk to, to some of that. But I will say that, um, in general, the substantiation is a real problem. So uh, an unsubstantiated complaint doesn't mean that something happened. It just means that the CCRB couldn't prove it. And so typically what happens when you file a complaint is, uh, you know, you file a complaint against an officer. Maybe you know the officer's name. Maybe you don't. Uh, the CCRB tries to uh, find the officer that was involved. Um, they may create a space for mediation where you can speak to the officer and, you know, resolve it in that way. And then in cases where there is a substantiated complaint, they will move forward with a disciplinary recommendation that ultimately the police, uh, the police commissioner uh, has final say over. So even if CCRB, you know, has evidence, says the police officer did something bad, thinks they should be fired, if the police commissioner disagrees, then that won't happen. And so um, I saw recently that, you know, of, of all of the complaints, several thousand complaints that came out in 2018, something like 53, 63 of them were substantiated um, because the vast majority of them um, either the police did not cooperate or they can't find evidence to substantiate the claim. So what we've seen recently is the police unions, for example, will not allow the police to come in for an interview. Um, they won't supply body camera evidence. They won't cooperate with the CCRB, which leads to a very high uh, unsubstantiation rate, which is, again, when you see this list from ProPublica, which is just the substantiated complaints, you know, it, it really is a very small piece of even the CCRB's uh, data set which is a smaller piece of the larger, you know, scope of misconduct in the city. Mm. And the the police unions say that this release of information is unfair, that it it smears uh, public uh, public servants and um, uh, also puts uh, police officers in danger. Uh, how how do you react to that? In particular, the part about um, the, the the danger that this supposedly poses to police officers. 
Yeah, this is a ridiculous talking point from the police. I mean, it's one, it doesn't, you know, there's there's nothing in these records that provides people's home addresses or telephone numbers or anything like that, um, which is what the police have been saying. But I think it's also ironic that the police who, you know, by definition, arrest people, when you get arrested, your name, information, where you live, where you work, what your history is, is all public information. Um, as we saw over the last year, as the police were trying to roll back bail reform, they were feeding this information. Again, allegations, arrests, nothing confirmed, um, nothing substantiated to the press um, day in and day out. We saw the sergeant's union did this with, um, you know, the mayor's daughter, did you know, with right. sort of impunity. <laughs> and so for the police to turn around and say that, you know, just an allegation could ruin someone's credibility when – Again, by definition, what the police do is uh, make allegations about people that then become public. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's an ironic talking point from them that I think, you know, it doesn't sort of last like one second of sort of very shallow scrutiny. Okay, well, we'll have to leave it there. Uh, Nick uh, Insulata Malinowski, Civil Rights Campaigns Director for Vocal New York. Thank you for joining us this evening on WBAI Evening News. Thanks, Sean. Okay, bye-bye.